I will fully admit, when I first heard this song, I was uh, I was very nervous when I heard the beat come in because we reviewed this album on uh, one of our earlier podcasts. I forget which episode number, but uh, I was a little bit nervous when I heard that sample, man. Because I'm like Jay Z. Yes, you, you are you are treading on holy ground with this song, but I think Nipsey killed this shit, man. Honestly. You know, he had another song too that um, when I started listening closely, I realized he sampled the uh, TLC song "Creep." Okay. So you heard on this it. album, "Victory Lap." Uh, no, I don't think it was this album. It might have been. I forgot the name of that. I gotta look it up. But yeah, like in the background, you heard. Dun, 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 dun. It was kind of a little slower too. Okay. So I'm like, damn, this is dope. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought about sampling "Creep." Right. <laughs> There, there, there are some songs that uh, are too iconic into what, because I'm sure Creep was a sample too. But yeah. there, there are some songs where it's so iconic that, like Super Freak, I was shocked when, uh, and I know we're going way off topic here, but I was shocked when uh, Just Blaze sampled uh, Super Freak for a Jay-Z's Kingdom Come album. Mm. Because that is now you can't touch this. Yeah. You can't touch that sample yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's more MC Hammer song exactly. than um Rick James. Rick James at this point. Yeah. But uh that was a good song too, but not nah, Nipsey killed this shit, man. He did. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. go and say it's better than Hard Not Life, but <laughs> it's close, man. He he did yeah. service to a classic sample here. Yes, he did. So uh we bump in with a little bit of Nipsey, of course. Everybody knows the news. Um after our last podcast on what was it Sunday Sunday, Sunday evening, uh, Nipsey Hussle uh, was shot and killed outside his store. Um, y'all all know the story now. Um, they they caught the uh, supposed perpetrator. Um, we'll talk about that in a while in a minute because that's another crazy ass story too. Yeah, but um, let us introduce the podcast first. It's going to be a a little different feel. I will admit this this might sound kind of fucked up, but. I felt like we had a really good podcast last time. And after this happened, I I couldn't promote it. I didn't feel right doing anything content wise. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys didn't notice, I didn't post anything from our last podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like that would have looked too selfish. Yeah. That's that's one of my social media pet peeves, too. We're going to talk about that, too. Yeah. When something happened like that and everybody talking about it. Yeah. And somebody posts like a selfie, like, oh, I'm having a great day today. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's kind of, I don't know. Like, uh, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to post no funny clip of, of the podcast telling yeah. people to go listen to it. I felt the same way, man. And like I said, I thought we had a really good episode, but uh, this this happened, and I don't want to say his dying messed up, but I just the mood was somber, man. I felt bad. I know y'all felt bad, too, and it just really brought everything down. So uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but let's uplift a little bit and uh, introduce the podcast as we always do. My name is Ryan Rocket. I am joined, as always, by my boy, the man himself, Figgy Figarola. How you doing, bro? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. It's been a long week, like yeah. you know, like we we started off with Nipsey Hustle, and um, it's been a long week for me, man. It felt like I lost somebody close to me, somebody yeah. I knew personally. So you know, I won't even lie to you and say I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm, you know, 
So uh, it's been a long week, but uh, blessed to be here, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Jasmine joins us as well. Yes. Jasmine, I know you were especially hurt. I know you were a big Nipsey Hussle fan. Yes. But how are you doing right now? Um, I am sad. I When we were doing the Facebook Live, I think a little bit afterwards, I finally saw YG post. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen it in a while. I was very, like... Um, wondering i don't know not wondering but i was very kind of anxious to see like was nervous or like really kind of worried you know because you have you there are certain people involved or very close to nip that i paid attention to and that i you know learned throughout his career and stuff and just you know not seeing or hearing anything from them i just my heart was just broken for those people and yeah. just because i know how i feel and i didn't know him personally so i can just only imagine his loved Somebody ones. who knew him. Yeah, yeah, his loved ones. So um, We're going to talk about Nipsey in a second, but how are you doing personally um, in terms of your own life right now? I mean, now? that is in terms of my own life. Like, I was a really big fan, so that did kind well, of affect I, I, me. But outside of the Nipsey news, how has your week been personal, work-wise? Like, any, any, has anything I happened mean, besides that? I mean, no. Like, okay. that's been my week. I was, yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, let's get into it now. So uh, the Nipsey Hustle news came down. I'll tell you all how I found out about it. It was kind of a, a weird situation. I wasn't on social media at the time. Um, I uh, was helping my uncle move in Galveston. He had a couple things he needed help moving with, so I went out there and helped him. Uh, I missed the Duke and Michigan State game, but I was checking up on the score, and I was checking on Twitter just to see what the reactions were because Michigan State beat Duke. And I was like, holy shit. So I checked Twitter and everywhere trending, I'm seeing Nipsey Hussle got shot. And I'm like, what? Uh, They said his condition was unknown. So when they said that, I was like, oh, he probably all right. You know, just from hearing that it was condition was unknown. But I didn't see anything indicating that he was gone, gone. You know, there was some video I didn't see at the time. I saw the video later. Um, we could talk about that too because that was controversial. People put posts and videos and shit too. But uh, uh, I saw his condition was unknown, and a few minutes later, I checked back, and uh, the news came that he had died. So uh, yeah, man, it, it was really strange. Um, just really brought down everything, like I already said. Um, and, and we talked about this on our pre-show of the podcast, but it hurt. It didn't hurt as much, I think, for me personally at first because, yeah, I fuck with his music, but I didn't really know what he was doing in terms of helping the community and his other dreams and aspirations until after he died. Mm -hmm. And I saw the videos come out and he's talking, you know, really some real shit and talking about how he wants to help the community and all the things he wants to do. And when I saw that, that's when it really like, man, we really lost a soldier here, man. We lost somebody who was important to the culture. And uh, so, yeah, it, it was a slow build, but it got worse for me overall, like later in the week where I'm like seeing all these videos and these pieces about him and his life. So that's so, when it got rough for me. But what, what was how did y'all find out about the news and what was your initial react? Well, of course, we were sad. I know that. But how did y'all take it and how hard on it? Was it for you? Wait, so how was your week outside of Nipsey then? Oh, I mean, we have... I mean, 
you cut me <laughs> off and went into it. Did I get? Did I cut you off? You did. Okay, go ahead. No, I mean earlier, I was saying. How'd I cut you off? I was into you know describing you look how at my you week. While you get mad at me. Describing <laughs> how my week was going, and I was. It, informing you of how Nipsey was affecting me oh, and that yeah. you cut me off and that's exactly what you went into doing and not telling because us anything personal. Here's the thing. I want I wanted to not go directly into the Nipsey news first. Mm-hmm. I wanted a personal segue, but we were just talking about Nipsey anyway. Mm-hmm. So I introduced the topic and then I was going to go into how we feel about it personally. Okay. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you were just talking about how you felt when you saw the Nipsey news and how it affected you. Mm-hmm. So this is now the Nipsey segment. Okay. So Jasmine, we will start with you. No, go ahead. You can continue. I already finished. I've never seen you like this before. You're upset with me, aren't you? Yeah, I am actually. Why? Because you just cut me off and you went in. I didn't feel like I needed to be cut off when I was describing how I felt or the week okay. went. Well, I apologize for cutting you off, Jasmine. Mm -hmm. The floor is yours. Well, I was with my friend, and I feel like this is weird now, honestly. So So you don't want to say anything? The segue is weird. I could go first. Okay, Figgy. I could go first. Um, I found out on Twitter, just like everybody else, I was was actually watching the Duke and Michigan game, Michigan Mm -hmm. State game. And when I seen it, I was, um, I seen he was shot, which, you know, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but a lot of people get shot and it's kind of like, you know, that person be fine. But this one felt a little different. I seen a lot of celebrities coming out saying, man, now my nigga hip Nipsey, man, this shit is crazy. A lot of people was like overreacting to it, like via Twitter, where I was like, oh, this might be serious. So, um, I probably spent like the next 30 minutes kept refreshing my timeline to try to get more news. And I want to say probably like the first 20 minutes, they said three people were shot. Um, Nipsey was one of them, but we don't know the status of, you know, any, anything. So I kept refreshed. I kept looking. I'm, I'm searching, trying to see what's up. And then they said, um... I think it said uh, one of the people died. We're not sure if it's Nipsey or not. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this is not a good idea. Yeah. I mean, not a good. Uh, this is not a good sign. So all type of celebrities were sitting there posting, saying, "Man, this is crazy. We need to stop this." Blah blah blah. And then uh, it finally came through saying he didn't make it. So uh, I don't know. I just I just felt awful since, man. Even yeah. still to this day, I feel a little better today. But I just felt super bad, man. It's just it felt like I lost somebody and I I ain't gonna sit here and lie and say it like I was his number one fan. Mm-hmm. I wasn't rushing to the C D store to get his music, but I really appreciate how real of a person he was. For the simple fact that he um even uh him dating Lauren London. Yeah. And you know, I, a lot of people like to joke on Lauren London how she People, a lot of people be trying to say she ain't talented, she can't mm-hmm. act, and all that other stuff. Charlemagne used to do that stuff, and he <laughs> he checked Charlemagne on Twitter, and he he was pretty much. I kind I kind of appreciate. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, he checked Charlemagne on Twitter, and Charlemagne stopped doing that. Okay, but that shows you how real of a guy he was. 
he ain't care what nobody think. He treated Lauren London like a queen. And they they became relationship goals. So just from that point right there and him being in the community, like I always heard that the stuff he did in the community, the um him owning his masters from the time he had a mixtape, he was charging a hundred dollars for it. And at that time I thought he was nuts. So I'm like, mm-hmm. man, who gonna buy anything for a hundred dollars like that? But looking back at it now, it's like, damn, that was like the smartest thing ever. And if I, I mean, if I could go back in time, I probably would purchase it just for a hundred dollars, yeah. just to get his physical copy. I, I would still wouldn't purchase it for a hundred bucks, man. But I, yeah, <laughs> it was I know, a good if, album. if I could go back, like yeah. I understand it now, because he, I think he made like a hundred thousand just yeah. off of that. So, um, him, I think that's the perfect example of a great artist, like how artists should be. Yeah. They should be. They should own their music. They should go back to their community to rebuild it. They should build stores. Mm-hmm. They should um, own real estate. Just set their family up for generations, so they can, so they won't never be broke. They will never be struggling. Yeah. And um, I think, oh Siri, recording me. <laughs> um, I just I think we really, you know, he ain't had the music like a Tupac or nothing like that. Yeah. But. Um, uh, and I see a lot of people was comparing them to Tupac and all that. I think, I think his influence. I think him as a person was better than Tupac. I think, I think. Uh, um, like we hear what we hear. Tupac was a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Nipsey was a smart guy, but we ain't hear Tupac. You know, going back to his community, buying stores or putting people in position to win. Yeah, we we heard all we. We only seen the bad stuff from Tupac. And um, I think Nipsey was like that. That He was that Tupac without the music, yeah. without the um, the hits. So I think hip-hop really lost somebody special. Yeah. And um, it kind of sucked because it's like, damn, like the shit he doing, the shit he did, I didn't even appreciate it before. And now when I'm looking at it now, it's like, damn, that's something we should have really been glorifying that we should be stressing to other artists to be like that. Like, you don't have to have the hit music. You don't have, your, your, your music don't have to be on the radio like that for you to make a difference like he did. Yeah. So I think I think we really lost somebody special. No, we definitely did, man. And I could talk a little bit about how I first found out about him, too. Because when I first heard his name, I thought he was like a joke rapper, honestly. The, the Nipsey Russell. The Nipsey Hustle playoff of Nipsey Russell. It reminds me of when rappers would like take somebody else's name and put like a hood spin on it, like a Roscoe P. Cold Chain. <laughs> like they, they so I thought it was like goofy at first, but when I actually listened to him, I heard that Crenshaw tape of the whole thing about it being like a hundred bucks. And I listened to it. And I heard the Zero and Slim Thug song, and I'm like, okay, it's my flavor. It's a Houston flavor. He's showing the Houston love. I listened to the rest, and yeah, this the content was there, man. He was definitely – people do, I think, honestly, underplay his catalog because he yeah. has some good albums, man. That last Victory Lap album, I really liked it. Yeah, me too. So, uh, Jasmine, can you talk about where you were when you heard the news and your initial reaction? I was with my friend Spencer and we were out about to 
we were already out for the day and uh, I looked down at my phone and I looked on Instagram and had already seen that they said that he had gotten shot, but I didn't think anything like too much into it. And so uh, time went on. We were still in the car and then I looked down. I mean, she was looking at her phone at this time and she let me know that he had been like he was pronounced dead. And I was kind of in shock. I didn't think that it had really happened. Um, I was very like taken aback by everything. And so, like, you know, eventually, like, I started to look for myself because I didn't really believe her and I was crying and stuff and just, like, very in shock, didn't, like, confuse, wanting answers, things of the sort. But, um, yeah, I really, I've been listening to Nipsey since, like, early, like, I want to say, like, kind of early high school, college days. So I was really, like, hip to the Crenshaw mixtape. That's, I would say, when I first, like, became a fan of his and learning his whole, like, idea behind that, how y'all kind of talked about already. And, um, yeah, I just, I was just, I, being a fan of his music, I was always hip to the things that he was um, trying to inspire our culture to be. And if you listen to his raps, um, it's not just videos that are coming out now. If you were hip to his music, you could hear it in you know his songs and things that he talked about that he was about that so i appreciate you know everyone that didn't know to be informed now but you know he's always been about that that's somewhat that's why it's really hurtful that it wasn't somebody that deserved that you know and who am i to say who deserves what but at the same time like it was just really heartbreaking to hear that he was in front of the store that he built he was in front of like you know on the block that was him that we know him from so like that was just really heartbreaking, like heartbreaking. And then I'm a super big fan of Lauren, too. So I loved her since ATL. And that was just, I've, yeah, like you said, they were like relationship goals. And they were just, that's just with being, her, you know, she was always in the private. Like she never really was too public about everything from her children to just her life in general, and I, which I can understand. And then she just really hurtful to, you know, that she was finally kind of coming out of that shell a little bit in a sense, like, or, you know, giving, giving more to the public, I would say, rather than coming out of her shell. But, um, yeah, it's just really sad that she, they were starting to build themselves, you know, up like that for people who weren't familiar. People were starting to become familiar and that, you know, that heartbreak happens to her. So I just really pray for them and their family, his brothers, sisters. I mean, I'm sorry, his sister, brothers, mom, dad, all of that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's just a sad situation all around. Um, so let's talk about the coverage real quick. I know, Figgy, you had a uh, you you put out a tweet in all caps, which I had never seen from you before. Yeah, uh, it seemed like you had a problem with the the way uh, this death was being presented on social media. So can you talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I had a huge problem with people and i'm not talking about like news stations or blogs and stuff like that even though i still think that's terrible to post like the scene of the crime as the the victim is on the ground like fighting for his life i have a problem with that in general Mm -hmm. but i could kind of understand a blog doing it to try to get views and hits and all that type of stuff but when normal people are posting a video of him on the ground as paramedics trying to, you know, save this man's life. Mm-hmm. And people are posting that video saying, rest in peace to my uh, to my nigga Nipsey. Yeah. That's like the biggest turd Clout shit is. I can. <laughs> that's the biggest sh- 
that shit is terrible, man. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that's you better off putting that bot his dead body on the obituary at yeah. that point. Like I just don't get it, man. People be so quick to share shit just for views. And it's people that's, you know, it's a lot of time it's like people that's up and coming artists. Yeah. So it's like, why is you sharing that type of stuff? Like right below, they say, follow my SoundCloud or something goofy like that. that. Yeah, that stuff is so stupid, man. Like, why, why would you share, you know, the scene of a crime like that, man? Because I guess people forget they have family. Yeah. And if your brother or sister was murdered and was fighting or shot and was fighting for his life on the ground like that while everybody recording you would not you would not post that video like that saying rest in peace Mm -hmm. to your you know your uh, loved one so i had a bit problem with that i'm I'm tired of people sharing that type of shit when somebody die and this goes a little further I'm, i'm tired of people um recording everything Mm-hmm. Like, why is you recording the scene of the crime like that? Just uh, uh, somebody laying there dead. Or, why are you recording Lauren running out of the hospital? Like yeah, to the that, hospital. That's yeah, wild. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what's the per- like? I ne- like I've been in situations like that before. I never thought about taking the picture or recording somebody getting beat up and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I just, I just don't get. I think it's a different, it's a different breed out here, man. I will say this. Um, I did cover some crime scenes. I had seen some dead bodies live in person. So I guess I'm desensitized to that part. Um, I do understand not everybody wants to see that on their timeline, especially unannounced. So that is a little bit of a problem. At least put a warning or or do something to let people know, like, what this is. I I think it's the way people do it. That's true. like don't sit there and post a dead body like damn i can't believe this yeah rest in peace like what's the purpose of that it's one thing he if got you don't a know bunch of, yeah he got a bunch of good pictures up on google that people can post and say damn rest in peace why yeah. would you post his the um, the picture of him taking his last breath mm-hmm. like that's the only problem i had with it i thought it was understandable when it just happened and nobody knew what his condition was. They were like, Nipsey's been hit. If there's a video on it, like, honestly, to an extent, and this might seem kind of messed up, unless I see something, sometimes I really won't believe it or really won't hit me. So I didn't really believe he got hit, and it was really, that happened, until I saw the video. I'm like, well, this really did happen. And, so, and see, that's why I don't have a I don't have a problem as much with blogs. Yeah. So the Jasmine brand, World Star, whatever, uh, Shade Room, I, I really don't have that big of an issue with if them. If it's presented like as, as a news as a thing. News, yeah, yeah it's breaking you. news. Yeah. But when, you know, Jimmy from down the street posting it, saying rest in peace. Yeah. Like that's, I don't know, man. That's, that's To me, that's terrible, man. I think we got to stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we're on the topic of things that are annoying, yeah. Um, let's talk about what annoyed me the most probably within hours of this happening. And that is these conspiracy theories that the government had a hand in uh, the death of Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle. Um, I understand people get emotional. I understand people, they, they don't want to believe that this was somebody it was gang related. It was somebody he knew. And, and we want to just because he seemed like such a good guy 
we don't we don't want to imagine that the the worst of our what can happen in our community basically. So we come up with these theories that you know is a way of coping with the pain. It's a little bit of a de- denial thing I think too, but the way these persisted and the way these people who didn't know what happened acted like they knew exactly what this conspiracy was and the fact that they were talking like they had the information that bothered me man this man has a family this man has people close to him and people were there who knew who did it and i think it is hurtful to them and to other efforts to actually find the person when you are claiming that it was a government hit but that's just me how did y'all feel about these little theories at first i thought there was some truth to it but then eventually over time like as you know as details started to develop it became very obvious that that was just people just trying to make sense of something or people just you know looking for trying yeah trying, trying to, to make sense of answer. yeah trying to make sense of something that nobody knows the answers to at that point in time so uh i think i don't know i just think that i can understand why they would think those things and i can understand like you know, as the internet does, they create all this type of evidence and all these, um, all this documentation uh, to support it. But I, yeah, no, that was just somebody hating and somebody that's about to plead guilty. I mean, that's trying to plead insanity, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I I had a problem with the whole conspiracy thing too, but the biggest problem I had with it was them saying the conspiracy before we even knew he died. Yes. So it's like the moment he was shot. And we got the news. People was bringing out the doctor, whoever it was. Mm-hmm. I, what's, I don't know his name. Dr. Sebi. Dr. Sebi. People was bringing that up. People was bringing up old interviews of him talking about doing the documentary. Yeah. And it's like, man, like this guy's not even, you know, we don't even know if he died. And y'all bringing that up saying mm-hmm. it's a conspiracy. I'm not sure how it was with Tupac died or other people who died. John Lennon died. JFK. But... I don't think they was talking about conspiracies right after that. JFK was different. Like that was, was they a, talk. I mean, I wasn't around then, so I'm not sure if they was talking about it the moment he died. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, but um, it seemed like uh, some years later. That's when it, you know, somebody started digging and researching, and then yeah. it, the topic come up. But we was people was talking about that probably 30 minutes after he was shot after he after we got the news so that part bothered me a little bit and like like i said i I agree with you with the you know bringing that stuff up and he got family and friends and all that stuff don't nobody want to hear all that after Mm -hmm. you know your loved one is shot you don't people want answers people don't want the government like who is the government yes like like can the government go to jail like, can the government be arrested for what he did or she did? Like, somebody did that. Like, I want, I want to get the person who did that. Yes. Like, I, don't give me all this bullshit about government. And I don't know. Like, it could be true. It, it, it couldn't be true. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't want, I don't want no. Oh, the government did. No, somebody, some corny ass dude did that, and he's arrested right now. Yeah. And one more thing that bothered me, too. People act like the guy was supposed to be arrested 10 minutes afterwards. That's what I was going to talk about, too. That's what I was going to talk about, too. Okay, you can go ahead. Because people were acting like 
there was no investigation going on. He had been dead for maybe an hour, and people were asking, why are there no suspects? There's video cameras. Why is there no video footage? He had not even been dead a day. And investigations usually take a lot longer. Honestly, they found him in pretty decent time, and and this whole thing unfolded pretty quickly Mm -hmm. for a murder case. Mm -hmm. Um, These things take a little bit of time. I know we're in the social media era where we want things instantly and instant gratification, and we want answers immediately. And if we don't, then there's a problem. But just because you didn't see immediately (laughs) after he died, video footage and a suspect lineup does not mean that nobody's trying (laughs) to find his killer and nobody saw what happened and all that. People need to chill out. the, The annoying thing is that we jump out the window time and time again, and we never learn our lesson. <laughs> it happened with Jasmine Barnes. It happened with Jussie. And now it's happening again. And the same people <laughs> are falling for the banana in the tailpipe every single time. I swear it's the same people tweeting this type of shit, even yeah. though they've been wrong several times now in the past year. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just it's just annoying how people just never seem to learn and at least wait a little bit before yeah. getting on their soapbox and talking about all this hypothetical stuff. Yeah, because honestly, the cops probably had that video. They looked at it. You yes. know, at that point, they crossing their eyes. I mean, crossing their T's, dotting their eyes to, to make sure they find this guy. Yeah. They wasn't just sitting there trying to wonder, oh, what we, she, what, what we need to do. Is this? No, they was, they was getting everything together. Their chief, or I don't know his exact position, he said that it was hard for him to reread. He had to reread the name because he was like, no, nah, like he was one of the good ones. So I doubt that the police was just not doing their job. Yeah, exactly. they, they was going to get that guy. But like I said, you're not about to get that guy in 10 minutes. Yes. So, um, yeah, that was one of my problems <laughs> with people on social media, too. Yeah, I don't know. It was crazy. It was, man. It was. But like I said, they did find the guy. Um, his name is Eric Holder, which didn't really help the conspiracy theorists because that is also the same name of the former attorney general. And he is also oh, it pam- is. yes, <laughs> and he is also being represented by Chris Darden. Yes, Chris Darden from the OJ trial, yeah. the prosecutor. So I will admit that is a really strange series of events i think that explains why he was found in a mental mental he wanted to be found in a mental institution yeah in my opinion because that why that was he talked that through with somebody i don't think that he came up with that on his own it's possible i don't know um but that that is weird i haven't heard chris darden's name in a while yeah. ever since the uh re-emergence i think it's been like 20 years since the OJ trial now. So we've seen all these new documentaries and all this stuff. And, and suddenly been 20 years. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, damn. I think it was 20 years, a, over a 20? couple years ago, actually. Yeah. Maybe last year, but what, around 94, what, 94? 94? Yeah. So yeah, actually closer to 25 years now, probably, but yeah. been a while. Um, but yeah, so that was weird to me. I have no, no explanation for that. I don't yeah. know why, of all people, Chris Darden is suddenly reemerged as his attorney. But now nah, this is an eyebrow raiser. Like yeah. I will understand at this point where people start talking conspiracy. I don't, I still don't think it is, but I can I understand why people would think that. I just think it's strange. I don't think there's because if there is a conspiracy, what is the conspiracy? Because Darden represented OJ, or he represented he Nicole? was a prosecutor. He, he was trying he to was, get OJ. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so he represented what the state, I guess, at that point or whatever. But yeah. he was a prosecutor. Him and that white lady. Uh, I forgot the white lady. Marsha, Marsha, something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so yeah, uh, he has suddenly reemerged, and now he is acting as his attorney. Um, that's just strange to me. Like I said, I don't, I wouldn't pr- think it's proof of a conspiracy. It's just strange. Yeah, yeah, I would, I uh-huh. would. I will understand why people would think that at that point because you can't like you really can't make that shit up, man. You really can't. When you, you text me the news, I'm like, wow, like you really can't make this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> like all you need is fucking Johnny Cochran to get out of his <laughs> grave to Johnny represent Cochran's some, son or something. Yeah, is suddenly yeah, the prosecutor. He, yeah, he jumping the picture. Then it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but yeah. Um, it, yeah, I, I wonder why. Uh, I, I kind of get why. Um, it's it's kind of hard being like a, a attorney or a prosecutor, lawyer because everybody got to get represented. Yeah, like no no matter what. So I wonder what's his purpose of trying to represent him now, because uh, we had a we had a serial killer in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, his name was Anthony Sowell. And uh, he was, like, killing a lot of women and burying them bodies in his house. It was all in his house. I think somebody ended up saying something where the police went over there and they started digging up everything. They found, like, nine or ten bodies or yeah. might have been more than that. But um, people was mad at the guy for representing him um, in, in the trial. But to me, it wasn't really that big of a deal because I think it was, he wasn't like trying to get him out. Mm-hmm. I think it was more trying to keep him off a of death row. So, it you know, it wasn't like he was trying to, you know, make sure he's innocent and nothing like that. Yeah. So I wonder um, how Eric Holden is going to do with the, uh, with the, the guy who shot Nipsey. Yeah. Because he, he's pleading not guilty, right? I is he believe pleading not guilty? so, yes. Okay, so... Clearly, he trying to <laughs> beat the case. Yeah, he trying to get off on something or get light time, I guess. Yeah. Um, and we can also talk about the suspected motives. Um, apparently, uh, him and Nipsey. Uh, well, Nipsey was at his store. Uh, he was apparently trying to get stuff for somebody who just got out the pen. Uh, didn't tell his security, unfortunately. And a guy approached him. Uh, Nipsey told him to go away. He was a snitch. He had some kind of past as being a snitch. Uh, he got upset. He walked away. He came back with a gun. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I don't, maybe Chris is just used to losing cases. So he just is taking this one. I don't know, but that is, that is a rough spot to be in, especially when you're trying to defend somebody who, you know, possibly took away somebody. He might just need some money. He might just need a check because he's going to get paid either way. Um, I don't think this guy has money like that. No, I'm talking about the attorney. He's just, I would imagine he's just in it for the publicity and the check that oh, he's going to gain. Because I, mean, I, there's I, no, I just don't see how he's going to win the case. He just needs this money and the publicity surrounding the case, in my opinion. Because what else, like, I just don't understand what defense he's going to come with besides insanity, which I think they're going to try to pull for him to be found at a mental institution. And then all of a sudden, this is your attorney and you plead not guilty too. When you clearly did it. Yeah. Well, we, we don't know he clearly did it yet. Uh, we don't. We don't. Honestly, we didn't. There's no clear videotape of him doing it. Like, I watched the tape. You don't know who that is. I'm just saying. They do. They have a suspect. He likely did do it. He probably did. But I can't, I can't say with certainty that, yeah, he did it. 
That's all I'm saying. But yeah, you probably did. All the evidence is pointing to him doing it. So uh, yeah, it, it is strange, man. The whole the whole thing is is, and I think once the uh, details roll out, this will get even stranger. You know, whatever relationship he had to Nipsey and his past as a snitch and all this, yeah. it, it's gonna get weird, it, man. And and this is the part that I hate too. This shit gonna linger on for a long time yeah. before he even, you know, before the trial is even over. It's gonna be back and forth. Is he always gonna be in the news? It's always gonna be some type of little detail that keep bringing it up. It's not like a clear cut. He did it. You know, this guy admitted to doing it. So you know, let, let it's over. You know what I mean? If this guy fighting the case, we gonna hear. Oh, so and so went went to court today for yeah. a hearing. So and so did this. Oh, Eric Holder. Um, he had this for lunch. Uh, I forgot what's the the attorney was seen walking in court with another attorney. Like we just gonna keep hearing this shit over and over. And like I said, I feel so bad for Lauren London and the family because you gonna have to keep going through this shit up until that man is found guilty. Yeah. So it, man, it, it's a terrible. It's terrible, man. Yeah, it's rough, man. Um. And it make, it make it so much worse that um, this attorney is taking the case because of his background uh, with his um, OJ case. Yeah. If it was just some regular, no name, public attorney type of guy, then you know who cares? Who cares it, about the person? It's crazy because like it seems like he's on a mission to be the black people's most hated nigga ever. Yeah. Because number one, he's trying then. to prosecute OJ <laughs> and everybody hated him then. And now he's defending the guy who possibly killed Nipsey Hussle. And, and now we hate him even more. So yeah. I don't know if he's just on a mission to be the most hated nigga on earth, <laughs> but he's doing a pretty good job of it right now. So, yeah. um, other things, uh, I want to bring up real quick about the, uh, some of the corniest stuff we've seen in, in in reaction to this. Number one, a tweet I saw a girl said something like, uh, I just noticed that Nipsey was following me on Twitter. Mm. Now I'm even more hurt about it. <laughs> it's okay to just say RIP sometimes. Yeah. You don't have to involve yourself in, in somebody's death every single time. Number two, corniest thing I saw was Future. Oh my what God. What did he say? Some, he pretty I, much said... Um, it ain't no more real niggas like me and Nipsey. Yeah, let me read it because yeah. I have it somewhere. But uh, yeah, basically, uh, somebody was leaving a comment saying something like, uh, "Yeah, we need more people like Nipsey in our community and and in the game to help people." And Future came back and said something like, "Yeah, we need more people like him and me because I've been in this game for a decade plus, teaching people how to move and survive." So he made it about himself. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. He was saying him and Nipsey were doing the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't. Which, I mean, maybe I'm just not hip to what Future's doing. Maybe I'm uninformed, but he's doing exactly what you think to, he's doing. According <laughs> to popular opinion, he doesn't even take care of his own children. Yeah. So. Yeah, we only hear him talk about one, and that's the one that another, another nigga is raising. So let me find. It. I don't know if I can find it, but uh, that's basically what he said. Now is oh. just one of the worst things I saw. Oh, you want to know what Future said? Who's yeah? What did Future say? He said, "Yeah, we do need more like us." I've been teaching and preaching for a decade, also showing and proving what hard work and dedication get you. And then, uh, hashtag RIP Nip. Yes. What? You- like, that is So, a- uh, Young Scooter posted it um, on Instagram. He said, we need more niggas like Nipsey. It's too much greed and niggas hating 
on their own people. Just wait your turn, play your position. And then he replied to that. Was comment. that shade? Weren't Lil, weren't Young Scooter and him real cool at one point in time? Are they still cool? Um, or, he just, my guess, or he's just future and he's just future. And uh, I I don't see no shade towards Young Future or uh, young, young Scooter. scooter. Mm-hmm. But like I said, he just made it about himself. Yeah. That's wild. That's rough, man. Um, People just don't have that self-awareness to not even for a second. Or just not say just, anything. Yeah, you can just not say anything. Man. Yeah. If you, if you can't say anything without involving yourself, uh, you, you can just, just say just R.I.P. Damn, that sucks. Sit you, tight. Yeah. yeah. Or don't say anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't find the res- There was a funny response to that where a guy basically said that all he taught, all future taught us how to be was a, a fly depressed drug addict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't you dare compare yourself to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, no. So that, yeah. that's a little, that was a little, that was a little much. Yeah, it was. But uh, yeah. so um, any, any final thoughts, man? Real um, quick, I want to bring up another uh, post that kind of bothered me a little bit. Uh, so a lot of girls been retweeting this, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know if y'all seen this. I, don't, I, don't the, think I know what you. Dear black say. man, this is why we call one hundred times when you don't answer. Oh yeah, this is why we're so over overprotective. This is why we keep close watch on who y'all call friends. This is why we are all in your business at the end. No, this we is not this, why. No, that's not. We take the biggest loss when they take y'all from us. Yes. That is that is all irrelevant to yeah. the circumstance. Not only that, you that's do not a damn call, lie. You yes. do not call 100 times <laughs> thinking something happened. Yes, exactly. That is a lie. Uh, <laughs> y'all y'all do it cuz y'all think we fucking cheating. Y'all don't do it cuz you think we got shot. That's wild. So. I haven't seen that one. The most like I guess when people saying like, ah, is it too, like, is Lauren, you single now? Is it too soon? I think that's inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one too. People trolling. I keep seeing but that, and the, I think that's wrong. There's a time and a place for trolling people, and it's not right after somebody dies. So chill out with the trolling stuff. Uh, another, I, I saw something else. I can't, I think I lost it now. But, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, here's another annoying-ass tweet I saw. Somebody tweeted, am I the only one upset Nipsey died leaving Lauren London oh, a girlfriend for that one. and a baby mama <laughs> oh, instead of man. a wife? I'm just saying. I she held him God. down. Damn, man. She held him down and she oh. is grieving like a widow, but she's not a widow. Hashtag R.I.P. Nipsey. Jesus Hashtag Christ. just saying. Hashtag Mary Black Women. Jesus Christ, that yes. pissed me off. That, were, they, were they not married, though, in real life? I guess they weren't. I... I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm assuming and, if she sent out this tweet, then they weren't married. We and, can look it up, but I don't think yeah, they were. Unless they got, unless they got like, unless they it got married just, like Yandy got married. Yeah. It may just be the fact that they just use those terms, like you know, Travis Scott and them say wifey and all that all the time, but they're yeah. not necessarily married. But I thought, I know they've been together since like high school type stuff, on and yeah. off since like high school. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I know because she was with Lil Wayne at one point. Yeah. She had a baby by Lil Wayne. Yeah. So that that's one of the other reasons why I respect him so much because any other dude would have, you know. Okay, now not only was that post full of shit, uh, apparently it was wrong because now I'm looking up on media takeout. Yeah, the source is kind of funky, but uh, it's saying that Lauren and Nipsey got married in Mexico last summer. 
That's what I was oh, gonna. I thought they so were engaged. They were or married actually. Or... It looks like they actually did get married, like a secret ceremony. Yeah. Mm. So because yeah. they say wife, everyone's yeah. been saying like everyone, you know, close to him that I know like be with them all the time based on what I you know watch and stuff. They saying like I got Lauren or the, I got your wife, I got your son, you know, mm-hmm. like that. Damn, so, that make it even worse. But I didn't man. know if yeah. it was they were referring to like you know how people call people that all the time. Yeah, but. That's, yeah. that tweet drove me nuts, man. Yeah, that wasn't even even that's if they so, weren't married. It doesn't matter. That, exactly. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like that's wild. Exactly. That has nothing to do with what's going on right now. And whoever tweeted that was bitter and sad. Yeah. I said it's funny. I don't know if it was the same person that tweeted this or mm-hmm. if it was like retweeted or whatever. But I seen a perfect video response to that. I need you to shut the hell up. <laughs> to the immediate future. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is worth ten million a year just for the memes alone, Hell man. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> man, that was the perfect response because I'm reading this tweet, so I'm mm-hmm. like, let me go in these comments. I'm, I'm thinking it's about to be a whole bunch of girls. Like, yeah, that's right. Yep. Just the first one I seen. I need you to shut the hell up. Yes. For the immediate future. <laughs> I'm like, man, I need that video. Yes. Stephen A. Smith has provided the internet with so much gold lately. So yeah, pay him as much money as you want. ESPN. I have no problem with it. Uh, another, probably, okay, I keep changing the most annoying thing I saw. Uh, recently, I saw a story basically bashing Nipsey Hussle for the homophobic stuff still. That was published like a day ago, I think. Oh, it man. was like Nipsey and the problem with black masculinity and toxic homophobia and all this shit. i seen that. We know he made some comments I didn't think they were that bad, honestly. He didn't say, I hate gay people. He didn't go Tim Hardaway. Mm -hmm. He was saying he didn't like the images that were being promoted in some media. You know, I understand if you're a black person, if you're a black gay fan of Nipsey Hussle, you have a problem with that. But he just died. He didn't die hating gay gay people. Yeah. I think everybody knew that. Yeah, and, and I'm pretty he sure was he for the people, spoke man. out about yes. it. Yes, and you know, not necessarily apologize, but I'm pretty sure he spoke out about that. He clarified, and he clarified that he, what he was talking about. Yes, yeah. and, and there is the time to criticize those comments was then. Yeah, it's not right after he died, let alone less than a week after he died, to try to drag his name down the mud for some shit he said. More than a year ago. Yeah. It's so crazy. And it's all this fucking social media because when people die in real life and they did something bad Mm -hmm. or did some bad things in their life, you don't go to the funeral talking about, oh, he did this. Yeah. You just kind of, you know, you, you you know, you pray for that family and you kind of, you just let it go. Ain't no point of bringing up what that person did unless it was like clearly murder or suicide or something like that. But if that person did something bad at one point in time in his life or said something bad, mm-hmm. like, it ain't no point to keep bringing it up when he dead. Yeah. Like, why is you bringing it up now? Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, one more thing, because you kind of touched on this, too. <laughs> okay, we can we kind of stop shitting on Tupac every time something <laughs> happens now? What? Tupac is getting the most posthumously shitted on of any rapper lately, I feel. And I understand uh, people get defensive over Tupac and that makes you want to be like, oh, he wasn't God. I understand that. But I, I, we can also care about Nipsey and, and not say he, this is bigger than Tupac or 
he did more than Tupac. Tupac been dead 25 years now, y'all. Like, yeah. can, we, can we not shit on Tupac too yeah. during Nipsey Hussle's death? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That, they quit to compare people when yes, they die yes. to other people who died. Yes. <laughs> this is the biggest since Tupac. Like, somebody will say it was the biggest since Tupac, and somebody will be like, actually, he was a real gangbanger, unlike Tupac, who just talks shit. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. You don't know what it's, Tupac was going through. What's the purpose of comparing all that? Yeah. Like, I know earlier, I, I pretty much said he, um, I feel like I seen him do more than Tupac did in the community. Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't know. Tupac could have did a lot in the community. I'm not I'm not sure. But Tup- to be fair, Tupac died at 27. Yeah, that was, okay. that was my next point, too. He, he was very he young. He could have changed at 33. He could have became a Nipsey Hussle at 33. Yeah. He definitely had ideas, and you can see it in some of his interviews, stuff he talked about, stuff he wrote. He had dreams of bettering the community. He mm-hmm. didn't live long enough to see really any of it through. Yeah. But, I mean, he got killed. What more do people want? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I understand people, Tupac fans can be annoying, mm-hmm. especially yeah. the white ones. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Playing. I'm playing tab if you hear For that. Real. But uh uh yeah, just, just chill out on the shit non Tupac. It's, it's already enough people calling him overrated. All these <laughs> young rap fans talking about how he wasn't all that and they better than Tupac. L- let's not shit on Tupac's death too. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, last thing too, we gotta bring it up the uh yes. the whole Jay Z. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, just dug in his pocket and gave him 15 million. Mm. Yes. Uh, That that goes into another topic I kind of want to touch on at one point. Uh, The the idea, I think Jay-Z does a lot for the community, period, probably. I don't think he should be only highlighted for helping out rappers. Yeah. Because these people made it out the hood. They have money. They signed million-dollar record deals. Now, if they got screwed out that deal, yeah, it's great that Jay-Z helps them. I don't think that makes him a great humanitarian to help mm-hmm. niggas who just signed bad deals. Mm-hmm. I understand it's a good thing, and it's good for black business, et cetera, et cetera. But I think Jay-Z does more than that, and that should be highlighted more than helping people who already have money. That being said, the rumor that he gave $15 million <laughs> to Nipsey Hussle's kids and people yeah. actually believe this enough to retweet the shit yeah. and say, damn, Hove, yeah. he really is the GOAT. No. <laughs> His rap catalog alone, I think, solidifies himself as GOAT. And all the stuff on top of it helps as well. But no, no. Let, let, let's <laughs> people think for a second. Think for a second. A man who had his own business and owned his own masters would not need some other rich man to take care of his kids after he's gone. Yeah, no. I yeah. think his family is going to be okay. They have not asked for money at all, to my knowledge. Yeah. And I don't so, think they will be asking, you know, money. No, yeah. I don't, yeah. No, I just he, don't see that happening. Yeah, I, I mentioned this earlier, too. He, he set up his family so good where, you know, I'm not saying they filthy rich. But they are good. They they won't they won't be struggling. Yes. you know after him. So what's the purpose? And Fifteen million dollars is a lot of money. Yes, it's not. I I understand if Jay Z you know gave him five hundred thousand a million or something mm-hmm. like that too. But fifteen million dollars that's beyond just helping somebody out in need. Yeah, that's yeah. not a gift. <laughs> Yeah. 
14 and a half million more than that. So Yeah, that is not a gift. Yes. Because I was arguing with somebody because um, this girl tried to call me out saying, um, why wouldn't he give that? You know, it could have been a gift. He got money. He rich. Blah, blah, blah. Fifteen million dollars is is a lot of money. That's not yes. no pocket change. Yes. And with Nipsey Hussle being the businessman he was, and you know owning a lot of real estate, his family is good. Yes. So you know it, it, it's a whole it's a whole different story if rappers was broke. The rapper was broke, mm-hmm. and he he left his family with nothing. Yes. Then I will probably I will I will get it if it was like Jay Z gave two million dollars for his kids to go to college or something like that. Yeah. But it to me it don't make sense, man, because Nipsey is a he's a hustler. And I mean Jay-Z never gave anybody anything like that. Dame that like he he ain't really get Dame Dash nothing. He said Dame is a hustler. He'll figure it out. So why would he just give fifteen million dollars to somebody who figured it out most of his life like that? Yeah. So th- that part, I mean, I understand headline porn could get you, and when you you in the moment, you trying to retweet black excellence and all that shit. <laughs> but like, if you a Jay Z fan, it it don't make sense for somebody. He gave a million dollars to Black Lives Matter. He, yes, he gave a million dollars to Hurricane Katrina. He bailed people out who were getting arrested during the Ferguson riots and yeah. all that. Like he he does stuff behind the scenes yeah. that are bigger than that. So yeah, and none of that was fifteen million dollars. Yes. So uh, yeah, I don't even know nobody who gave that much. Period. And like charity, unless I mean Warren Buffett, I think he gave like. A billion some dollars to his own charity. Yeah, but you don't see people just oh, let me donate uh, um, fifteen million dollars to uh, Hurricane Harvey or yes, like that's a lot of money. Yes, and to give that to you know somebody kids just you know just because the dad passed away or died, it just don't it just don't make sense. It doesn't make sense on any level. Like yeah. the lie wasn't even convincing enough. If they said like he gave him seventy five thousand. That would still be a lot, but I'd be like, that's believable. That's, that's understandable. That's believable. Yeah. But fifteen million, come on, people. The fact yeah. that there are people I I I thought knew better than this <laughs> who believed this story at first. I'm like, okay, people, come on, think about it. A Remember bit. when that H and M shit popped off with the black boy wearing the monkey yes. shirt? And that rumor was going around saying Diddy gave him a million dollar deal yes. to be a model or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And Diddy was on the Breakfast Club kind of right after that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, nah, that's insane. Why would I give that boy a million dollars to take some pictures? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Diddy and don't Diddy pay his rich. own artists. Why would he pay <laughs> some random ass kid? These rich ass people ain't rich for no reason. Yeah. They don't just give out money like that. Yeah. Diddy, Diddy thought that was fucking insane. Like a million dollars to take a picture? Man. Like y'all crazy. Yeah. So people... yeah, so yeah, if Diddy, and Diddy rich. Yeah. So Jay Z not about to give out fifteen million dollars like that. Yeah. Nah, people people got to think a little bit, man. It was yeah. a lot of a lot of misinformation going on during this and, whole thing. And that's that's crazy. We probably like an hour in now. We yeah. spent like probably 40 30 40 minutes talking about the fucked up shit people's doing during this time. Because that's yeah. the stuff that just like people are trying to mourn and then it, it is even worse when you hear all this goofy shit going on, yeah. all this fake shit going on. Like is it was yeah. just annoying to me, man. It was annoying yeah. to me. But, uh, 
Yeah, so so any final words? What do y'all think? I'm not going to compare this to any death. I think it's the biggest since Biggie, honestly, in terms mm-hmm. of the impact of the culture. Biggest yeah. since Biggie. I said that about XXX Tentacion. I know. I take that back now mm-hmm. because this is now the biggest since Biggie. But uh, what are y'all's, I guess, final thoughts on, on this? Uh, and, and what do you... I'm trying to word this correctly, but what what do y'all think will will do y'all think this will change the culture in any way? I know people don't like to think about the positives after somebody dies, but do we've seen the rap game decline objectively? I think in terms of empowerment, knowledge, and and, and things that Nipsey was trying to push. So do y'all think uh, his passing will make people more aware, or do y'all think it was just people will be aware for like a month and then go back to the, their usual shit? Um, I think I think people more people will be aware at this point. I think. I think this really woke everybody up because this was somebody that was loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. At SSS, you you know you kind it was kind of split down the middle. You had his yeah. diehard fans. You had the people saying you know talking about the shit he did to his girlfriend or baby mother or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Miller, you really didn't you, you heard nothing but good things about that, but it was more of a uh, like a mental thing that he was going through some things. But um, just I think with this, he was like friends with everybody. Like me and Jasmine, we went to the uh, visual. It was in Midtown, right? Yeah. Yeah. We went to the Nipsey Hustle uh, visual. Mm-hmm. And um, it was man, I never seen anything like that. I'm from Cleveland where everybody is like separated from each other. Everybody beef and don't nobody want to unite together. With me going down, um, going going to that event, everybody was just there in good space. Everybody was, you know, of course a little sad, but everybody was like together. It was like family there. I I didn't feel intimidated at all, and usually I feel intimidated with when it's a bunch of black people because you know something, somebody gonna get into it with somebody and something gonna pop off. But everybody was there on one page. Um, you had um DJ Mr. Rogers, he was spending Nipsey records. Everything was just so positive and um and mind you, this is Houston. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is not LA. And um and this same thing been happening all over the country as of lately. Like they, they did one in Cleveland. Um um Dave East held one in New York for Nipsey. Uh, of course they had one in LA. Um I think I think the more people that catch on to that and try to stick together, I think, I think it will wake up more people. I don't think it's going to be a month later than people kind of like, huh? I think his legacy, uh, I think people learning more about his legacy. Yeah. And, um, I think it, I think it'll motivate more artists to, to go, I mean, stay independent and give back to their communities and all that stuff. So, um, I think that's the positive I see, um, coming out of this. But um, I think we all got to stick together and um, make it happen because that's what he wanted. Yeah, for sure. Jasmine, what do you think? Uh, That's my fear that um, I hope that it doesn't die down all the uh, support for his family, for his loved ones. I hope that doesn't die down, too, after a month. I hope that um, those that are just catching on to it, I hope this is not just a wave for certain people. I hope that... um, yeah, that everyone that 
is mourning um, can spread the knowledge too to those that may not necessarily know and like continue to help inform those that are unaware of his legacy or what he was trying to teach and then I think that um, this definitely will open the eye has opened the eyes of the people in the rap game and um, just the simple fact of like just not really uh, teaching the new guys the game and not really teaching the new guys what 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 how they would do things or the knowledge that they've learned over the years. So I think that this um, sad, you know, it's unfortunate, but I think it fortunately is going to make some of the old heads um, teach the game that the young, the young kids have been missing for some time. Like if you spend this back and forth, like old school, new school battle for a long time. And I think that, um, that, They'll definitely like our culture, our rappers, are the people that we look to in the um, hip hop game. I think that they'll definitely start reaching out a little bit more and being more, holding themselves more accountable and responsible for teaching, teaching us younger, uh, the younger generation, and just making sure that we're we know everything. You know that we're not going into things blindsided. That we are trying to make good lives for ourselves. That we trying to look out for our families and do things the right way and own our. You know if they're not going support us then we got to support ourselves so i think that that i just hope that that is the the um the wave that everybody will stay on through like after his passing after his passing after he's gone after they um you know hopefully convict eric holder after that like i i hope that we just keep that same energy I agree. I'm also skeptical. Um, I know how we are right now. Um, The social media generation, uh, things are here one week, gone the next. Um, I do kind of fear this will be like the environment after Biggie and Pac died, where there was a whole coming together and a let's stop the violence and a let's stop this East Coast, West Coast stuff. It worked for a while, but then 50 Cent came out. And then it was back to the bullshit, honestly, yeah. after a while. He actually fucked up the whole New York. He really man. did. He really did. People don't people don't talk about that a whole lot, but fifty cent, his legacy is honestly a lot of fuckery and bullshit in the yeah. rap game. Yeah, because you saw they in LA they had a peace treaty between certain gangs today. Yeah. 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 They did. Uh, I was also disturbed by uh, one of his initial memorials. Uh, people got stabbed out there. That people got true. trampled. They didn't get stabbed. No one was injured. No one was reportedly injured after all of the talk on social media and okay. the news reports that I read. No one was. No one was hurt. The only hurt that they were was being like trampled, trampled from running because. Um, I don't know if I can't remember specifically if a camera broke. I mean, a candle broke or something shattered, mm-hmm. and that made Man, everybody like panic. Yeah, that made everybody panic and start like running. They thought oh, something okay. was happening, but yeah. nobody got stabbed or anything like oh, that. Yeah, I was okay. looking at that helicopter video, and the way it looked, it was like it, it like looked like riot. millions of people out mm-hmm. there, and all of a sudden they just start scattering. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, like well, unless something's been reported since I've read it, but that yeah, no. When I read it a couple of days ago, nothing, nobody had really been hurt like that or okay. stabbed, you know, on yeah. purpose. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel better yeah. about that now. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, I I just hope the uh the the uh, sentiment lasts a little bit longer this time. Um, I do hope that people, you know, the 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 goals of rappers change a little bit. I'm not saying every rapper has to save the world. But at least do something for the community. Try to reach out. Don't use I'm you seen the excuse as see this is why you don't go back to the hood. Yeah. I've seen that a whole lot. I've seen lot that too. a lot too. And yeah. that was that's yeah. That's one of the things I should have brought up that annoys me because it's not like he was in the hood hanging out being 
like he grew up to be. Like yeah. you know, he wasn't like, getting like, into yeah. bullshit. Exactly. He was, yeah, he was there for a purpose and for a reason. He had a whole store. Like yeah. that, no. I don't want to hear that. And, and no matter where you are, somebody can get you. No matter if you're yeah. at an all-white people party or at a, in the hood, you know, it doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, I, I just hope it, it lasts. I hope, um, you know, there, there are some rappers who have been doing this type of thing for a while. But I just hope the newer rappers do, too. I hope people like Future actually try to become like Nipsey and not just say they're like him. Yeah. Um, don't use the my success is charity thing actually do some charity for the hood and give back and uh try to do what he was trying to do so and, and we we also need to um we need to um appreciate the rappers that are doing That's that true. type of stuff too trade the Tr- shout out to trade the truth yeah definitely he uh him and dj miss rogers um kind of organized that whole visual last mm-hmm. night or uh wednesday and um he they do a lot of stuff for the community man yeah. and like i said I think I think Nipsey was like the tr- trade the truth of of uh, of L A. Yeah. kind of, but he was way more, you know. He was way more appreciated. Yeah, he guy. he was way more known too. But um, yeah, trade the truth do a lot of stuff for he Houston, does. man. And I I think he don't get enough credit. I think um the bot ninety seven nine the bots need to talk talk to him and work yeah. something out because. That's insane. He's still, you know, banned from that station. But they were all at the memorial, posting it on their social media. Yeah. And Did they crop him out? They probably cropped probably. him out. They cropped, they cropped him out, him out when Beyonce, Beyonce went to go see him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the real ones know about Trey. And the yeah. real ones knew about Nipsey, too. Yeah. So yeah. If, if as long as the real ones know and the people who follow the culture know what they're doing and give them praise, then it don't matter about it, them being played on mainstream we, radio yeah. or all that shit. We, so Yeah, we just need to appreciate these guys while they're here. I agree. Don't wait until something, something happens and then, oh... We gonna start playing this music now because, yeah. like, no, nah, appreciate these good people while they're here now. I guarantee you, if Trey died, ninety seven nine would immediately start playing his music. So, without a doubt, man. Yeah. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. It, it's hard because we were in a culture where, or not even a culture, just a society where people don't get their flowers when they're living. Yeah, they just don't. But I've tried to be better about that. Honestly, I've tried to uh, uh, appreciate the artists who are doing good more. Um, get knowledgeable more and not just focus on the bullshit. It's hard because all the bullshit is what people are most attracted to. Yeah. Um, and, and people already have preconceived notions about Nipsey based on the headline porn they saw. But it's important to dig deeper and actually see what people are trying to do and appreciate them for that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there, there's that's all that's all yeah. I got personally, man. Rest R. in R. peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Nipsey, man. It's it's been rough. Yeah. But uh, so and really there isn't a whole lot of other news, but there is some stuff. I guess the timeline starting to get a little more back to normal in terms of social media stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, so the biggest thing that happened, I guess, today, yeah. technically on Friday, since uh, this podcast will be out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Lil Nas X thing. We talked about this. We debated as to whether or not it's actually a country song. Um, it was removed from the country charts, the song Old Town Road. Um, and what he did is apparently get Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, to do a remix. Yeah. Yeah. And social media went crazy over it. Mm-hmm. 
So have y'all heard the remix? And what was y'all's reaction to this countrified remix of an already country song? I uh, saw it, but I didn't get to listen to it. Where I was, it was too loud, so I couldn't hear it. But I okay. could see the comments, and everybody was like, fire, fire. Let's like. talk about that soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Figgy, I heard it. Uh, now, the song. now, last week, um, I didn't hear the song at first. Mm-hmm. So um, after the podcast, I ended up listening to it. And it wasn't a bad song. It was kind of fun. It seemed like a joke. But uh, it was actually a good song. It, yeah, it, it it was a good beat. Um, the the way the guy was rapping, way Lil Nas was rapping was, it was kind. Of, it was like a joke. But I'm like, man, this really sound good though. Mm-hmm. And um, I um, when I got back here at work, um, I asked one of the um on air personalities for our country station, and said, hey, uh, uh, shout out to Nick Russo, Nick yeah. Russo. Yeah, I talk to Nick Russo all the time. Um, I asked him, "Is it a country song?" Like I, I said, "Why, why they take that down, man?" And he pretty much he was going to the bathroom, but he said, "It's not a country song. It don't, you know, ain't got the elements of a country song." So I ain't really get to sit there and mm-hmm. ask him why. Yeah, he's taking a piss. Yeah, he, yeah, he's going to the bathroom. But um, taking a shit. I don't know. I was, <laughs> okay. I was, oh, I was just, okay, I was, okay. I was walking past him. Okay, he was, okay. yeah. <laughs> but um, I did hear the remix. And um, I don't know. I like the song even better now, man. Mm-hmm. But I do think people was hyping up um, the Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, I think verse. They, I guess you would call it. Yeah, they hyped that up so much because yeah. I, I I feel like the original is better. Yeah, I agree. Does he still make music? I don't think. I heard so. he had retired. That's what I thought too. But, so maybe that's why it was a big deal too, just because the. They took him off the country charts, and he gonna go get this big time country artist that's not even making music right now. I do wonder if Billy Ray Cyrus is like really well respected in country right now, because <sighs> I was gonna say like if there was gonna be a country remix that you want to show like a middle finger to the charts and make it where they have no choice but to put it on the country music charts. I don't know. I guess Billy Ray is the only one who's really down with the culture like that, probably because of his daughter. But yeah. uh, I don't know. There was probably, I don't know. And see, I um I posted on Facebook uh, mm-hmm. of me listening to the song and Nick Russo commented and said, Billy Ray is irrelevant to the, uh, to country music too. He said he is irrelevant. Nick might just be a racist. We got to talk about I, this now. <laughs> because first he hated on the song and now he's saying Billy Ray is irrelevant because he's on the song. No, no, this now kind, wait a minute. But this kind of say a lot to a person who worked for a country station. Like, do people really respect Billy Ray? Um, look at Billy Ray Cyrus as like this all-time country great. Mm-hmm. Because they wouldn't say that. With I mean, I'm I don't know any country artists like that. But yeah. just think of the greatest country star ever. Like, would they say that about that person, even though they don't make music as much? Is it we 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 should have Nick on the show to to explain this because I yeah. want to know why this song doesn't have country elements. Explain to us what Billboard couldn't explain. Yeah, because that's what they said too. Yeah. And I don't know what that means because I hear shit on the country stations when I'm walking by. It, it sounds like sound, a pop song. Yes, like a it doesn't sound like the country stereotypical country that we're used to even country fans complain about this yeah. they say the new country is like bro country it's not like that old and this song the content is like presented in an old school type of style yeah you know but the new country is not they call it bro country or something they call yeah. it what is taylor country. swift the, taylor they swift don't... is allowed on the country charts for songs that aren't country <laughs> they aren't. BB Rex is there too. On the country charts? I believe so. 
There, there are pop stars who get to chart country, and I don't hear nary a southern twang yeah. in their it's, damn dialect. Yeah, it's a um, it's a Keith Urban um, and I want to say Carrie Underwood song. Yeah, that I I actually like it, and I don't like country music at all. Yeah, but every probably everybody in this building said, man, ain't no boy, that's pop music. Yes, and Carrie Underwood's one too, where she started off country. Yeah, but after. Very short order. She started doing strictly pop songs, yeah. and they were still on the country charts. Yeah. So that being said, I don't know what didn't. Is it because of the eight oh eight? Because it had a bass line in it. Bass. Like yeah. what? What was it that didn't make this a country song? I think here's a pro, here's what I think. Uh, white people heard when they heard this song. Country fans, at least, they thought they were being mocked. Mm. That's why they don't like this song. Because they see, and Lil Nas is not a country, country singer. Artist. Yeah. He's, he's made it clear he's not a country artist. He doesn't make country music. He made one song that's country. Yeah. And I think, it, I guess it would kind of be like, because even then we accept the people, the white people who don't seem like rappers when they make a rap song. Yeah. Macklemore. Yes. Yeah. But I think what they saw in this is they believed they were being mocked by Lil Nas X. So now they're saying this is not a country song because he's not a country artist. I think but that's what happened. What's so crazy is remember Beyonce made a country song. Yeah, that is that, that issue. That song got rejected by the Grammys. Really? Yeah. Why? Oh, under the country art country the, label. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I guess they did consider that a country song. Did the Nelly and Tim McGraw song get uh, accepted for a I think nomination? That, that song had to. I, Let me look it up. I don't up. know about a nomination. Because people, people uh, yeah, I'm not sure but about that. I know that. it was on the charts, the country charts. Yeah. Let me look up if that was nominated for a Grammy real quick. Let's do it. Sweatsuit was a shitty album, number one. But I don't see any awards it won. So, I guess not. All I see is a music video shit. Okay. And that it went really high in the charts. Number three on the billboard, I don't see any Grammy shit, so. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know, uh, I'm looking at this article now from Rolling Stones. And it said, um, Beyonce's country song, remember, Daddy Lessons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said that song was rejected. Yeah. Darius Rucker, the only one they letting in. <laughs> he he's the one token that I wouldn't got even to. know I wouldn't even knew he was black if I never seen him. Really? Yeah. Not I, by I, his voice, I wouldn't have either. He does sound country as hell. Mm. But uh I only know him because uh what what was that band he was in? Dang. What it was, was a country in, band too. Yes. Uh Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in Hootie and the Blowfish oh, as a lead singer. Oh. And the only reason I knew he was black because that video used to come on MTV all the time. And I saw, I was like, it's a nigga singing this shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, do y'all think this song will eventually get on the country charts with Billy Ray Cyrus on it? I feel like no, just because they tried, they, they already. Sn- you know, took it off the Yeah, they point. snubbed it already. So they're not doing that. Somebody did make the point that the reason why it wasn't accepted on the country chart was because there's somebody else who had been on the top for like five weeks straight. And if they accepted this song, it would have went number one on that chart. Mm. So maybe political label reasons are the reason why it won't be accepted. It, yeah, they probably because, went out the way to try to stop it. Yes. Because I didn't know it was it had to be a certain type of element yeah. for it to be labeled as country music. 
Yeah, that's kind of silly. But I think it might be political reasons, too. But I don't think they're going to put it on just because he got uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. I just think it was something that made the song even more popular and trending. But um, I don't think Billboard is going to be like our bad here. Yeah. Take it. It, it no, is interesting. They snubbed it. So it is interesting, though, because he did go get a country artist, I guess. Is, yeah. is he considered a country artist? Yeah. 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 Billy Ray, of course. OK. Yeah. It is interesting because it's not now it's like, damn, what do we do now? He, yeah. You know, if this country artist hopped on it. And what would be a better move for him if he um, if he got like a couple country artists? Yeah. So if he got like a um, <laughs> a Tim McGraw or a Blake Shelton or something yeah. like like as a whole clap, but he should do it like the One Blood remix and just get <laughs> for like real man <laughs> ten for country real. niggas on one song. But then if you flip that coin around, they probably like nah, we ain't trying to. Yeah. Nah, man, he about to go number one. We don't want him in our category. Yeah, so it could it could be that point. Or Maybe. they could get smart and get on the song and be number one with him. I think that they're worried about if they accept this song, it will be think more. Lil Nas X will make any more country songs, but I think somebody will. And if that happens, then they have a problem. Because yeah. now suddenly country music is trap country now. Yeah. So I think that's what they're really scared of. I think this was, I think this song was even, to me, it was bigger than Nelly's song to me because Nelly's song at least sounded like a country song. Yeah. It really, it really didn't have any hip hop elements to, in it to me. But this song has straight up mm-hmm. 808s, trap snares, hi hats. Yes. So I just, I don't know. That's a little more scarier than like a Nelly song. Nelly song is smooth. I mean, you could play it anywhere. But this is a damn trap beat with a banjo in the background. (laughs) If I have to hear a crossover rap and country song, I'd rather hear this any time of the day than that damn Nelly song. That Nelly song was terrible. Yeah. That Nelly song was awful. And that really represented, because I liked Nelly when he first came out. That country grammar album was still a classic to me, honestly. Yeah. But when he started doing shit like that, I'm like, okay, you you over there now. You know, (laughs) it was already bad enough he was doing the ballads with Kelly Rowland, but I was wrong with that even. Yeah. But when he put that that Tim McGraw song on, I'm like, okay, that's it. You know, you you over there now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Lil Nas X. And can we, uh, real quick, man, we just got to highlight the people who act like country music is like, oh, y'all not hip to country music now? Like, we've been listening to country music. Like, nah, I like this Lil Nas song. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm still not fucking with country like that, man. Yes. I, like, I, I thought that people kept saying they'll grow on me once, you know, once I live in Houston for a little bit and mm-hmm. keep hearing it. It still never grew on me, man. I, I, I just can't do it. It kind of set my mood down. I never heard a country song and said, oh, yeah, I'm kind of hyped now. Like, I just, I don't know. Everybody try to act like, oh, yeah, y'all need to step outside yes. the box and listen. Like, nah, man. I've seen some nah, snobs fam. talk about how, like, oh, y'all just now hearing about Billy Ray Cyrus? <laughs> yes, bitch, we are just now hearing about Billy Ray Cyrus because less... we had no reason to listen to him. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, the snobs are getting on my nerves. Uh, I have a full confession. Um, I did <laughs> go to a country bar one point in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I was living in Corpus Christi. I was uh, shacked up with this girl. We weren't together. I was just homeless at the time because I was my lease had ran out. Actually, I might still have my apartment at that time. But uh, uh, this was somebody I was doing the radio show at this bar, and she was a waitress. So I went to this uh, 
country bar, not knowing what to expect, but she invited me. I was like, okay. I felt very out of place. Yeah. But to be honest, I was a little bit impressed with what I saw. The line dancing shit that they be doing on point on another <laughs> level, dog. Yeah. I was impressed, man. This is not like the fucking Cupid shuffle they was doing. Yeah. They were getting it on the floor in boots and yeah. shit. <laughs> Dressed up tight ass Wranglers where you can barely even move your Wranglers ass. on my booty. Yes. <laughs> they were getting it, man. I was a little impressed. I kind of looked at that like, damn, black people got to step our shit up a little bit. We yeah. just do the, the Cupid shuffle, and that's really about it. Yeah. <laughs> Simple but, shit. But you know what? As a guy coming from Cleveland, um, I actually went to a country bar, too, because I had to work. Uh, I was working on the street team, mm-hmm. and we went to the um, to this place. Uh, Stampede. It was called Stampede. Yeah. But um, my first time in there, I'm like, what the? This country-ass shit? Yes. I'm like, look at this old man getting it. He's yes. Doing, he was doing everything. He was, like, twisting this girl upside yes, down and shit. Too. So I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm over there recording. I'm right? like, wow, I'm, look, I'm looking like a straight tourist. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I, I went there a couple times, you know, just for where I've never been on my off time. But um, they, they so cool, man. Yes. Probably because I was the only black guy. They're like, hey, how you mm-hmm. doing, man? <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, white people weird when they start looking at your hair. Yes. Oh, let me see your hair. <laughs> like, PS, let me do a PSA real quick. Go ahead. White people don't touch a black person hair. Yes, don't touch their hair. Don't say, "Oh, let me feel." That, mm. That's that's weird, man. Now, don't. what if it was a bad bitch? Would you still let her touch it? Uh, I would, but okay. that's still weird. <laughs> hey, that's still weird, though, yeah. man. You can't touch nobody's hair. But anyway, um, yeah, them places they, they kind of cool though. Like if if my family came down here to visit, I would probably take them there just so they could experience the whole mechanical bull and that whole line dancing and all that shit mm-hmm. it's, it, it seemed like a fun time to get dressed up one time just no. to go just to say you went and have fun I was, a, I was a little bit impressed when I went man I thought we gotta step our shit up we gotta do more than right foot right stomp yeah left foot left stomp we gotta do a little bit better than that <laughs> with our line dancing cause they was Take on it back some now, others, y'all. yes <laughs> they were on some other shit uh, when I saw that dancing, twisting a girl up in the air, doing all this acrobatic yeah. shit in some Wranglers and boots. Like a 90-year-old man. Yes. I'm like, man. <laughs> and that, it was funny because I was talking to one of them, and he was like, yeah, we come out here every Friday, blah, yep. blah, blah. So I'm like, damn, that's <laughs> that's yep. kind of cool. Actually, it seems like a fun club to go yeah, to. I can't uh, think of any regular-ass like, hip-hop clubs. Go to every clubs. Friday. Yeah. yeah. The music, yeah, that's why. That's one of the reasons I quit going to clubs. Mm-hmm. The music be too loud. The bass is too loud. You can't hear shit. You start getting a headache. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, man. But, um, yeah, the country clubs is kind of cool, man. I agree, You man. at least got to go a couple times just yeah. to say you went. Jasmine, would you ever go to a country club? Uh, I have been. Yeah, how was your experience? Uh... It's just out of place. Like, I don't belong here. <laughs> I you didn't, don't. You weren't impressed by the dancing or anything? Uh, I mean, yeah, but it's not, I wasn't unfamiliar to it, so it wasn't something that caught me off guard. Like, I've, I've known that they that's something that they do. Oh, okay. I've been around it before. You were just. But, right. like, I, you know, it wouldn't be somewhere that I would just choose to yeah. go. Bars, like country bars, those are a little weird, too. 
just because the music aspect. I'm really big on music, even if music is playing in the background. Like I, it has yeah, to be got to have some bass in it. Like yeah, yeah, it's got in there. Just not for me. You want to feel out of place? Go to a country concert. Yeah, you will feel out of place. I went to go As a black see man. <laughs> uh, Chris Stapleton because my ex liked the song Tennessee Whiskey. <laughs> so you just go for that song? Yes. And they, of course he saved this corny ass fat motherfucker. Saved it to the end. So he had to stay for the fucking whole concert. And he's not a bad artist. Like I can see the, it's not for me because I don't like country period. But I didn't think, like I could see how people will fuck with him. Yeah. But it just, yeah, it was long and like, can we get to the fucking headline song? You have one song that people really fuck with because they play that song on black stations. Tennessee Man. Whiskey. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They do. So that's how you know somebody has cropped over and got some soul in their voice. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's but my But if it was a black experience. person singing that song, you would not be on the country station. Oh, uh, hell no. Hell <laughs> no. They, they would shut that down. We need Woo-hoo. to tighten up our rules. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, our podcast is predicting the damn future at this point because yeah. everything we talk about becomes an issue in the next week. Yeah. And we talked about protecting our spaces. And days later, this whole Lil Nas X country chart thing happened. So, yeah, yeah people need to get hit to our podcast, man. We, we, we really get into the real issues before y'all even hear about it. You get yeah. the exclusive shit from it, us. It kind of made me feel good because when we talk about shit, I'll be like, damn, I hope I wasn't going too far. Mm-hmm. Then a couple weeks later, it's like a big topic. Yep. So I feel good. Like, yes, that's what I was saying. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm, I'm at least on the on the right track. Yep. So. On the right side of history on this Gems and Juice podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, shit. So what, anything else? Worth discussing. I really well, think. the bro knows. I was gonna get into that, but I don't know if the energy's right right now. Uh, was there? Any, did you have any relationship things you want to ask or any questions? I was thinking, but oh no. I had something. Uh, I seen something earlier. I, I'm, let me try to find it real quick. I am Ooh. hyped up for my birthday. Are you? Yes. Strip club. I'm thinking about it, man. I got to do my taxes first. That's the problem because I don't know. I, I know I'm going to have to owe money and I have oh, money damn. saved up, but I need mm-hmm. to know exactly how much money I'm going to have saved up before I go hit a strip club because we going, it's going have, down. Have man. y'all heard of this tax, man? It's a place Um, I went to. I don't even know the name of it, but uh, actually my wife went went there and um, it's some type of tax, man. You got to pay $200 mm-hmm. for them to do your taxes. And when I tell you we got back a lot, oh shit! Like I never get back a lot. Like I, I, I either owe or I get like seventy dollars back, a hundred dollars back. Damn! When I tell you we got like six G's back, damn! I'm like, what the? F-? <laughs> Where is this at? I need to look. Uh, into, I, y'all want to sponsor the podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say I text it to y'all. All right, I, I, all right. I share it with y'all. But check um, that out, man. I think y'all. Get, yeah, and um, she told me. I, th- I think one of her coworkers or friends or whatever had kids, and she got like twelve back. Oh well, yeah, but yeah, they they get people with kids. That's why niggas try to claim kids at eight days. Twelve thousand yeah. dollars. How many kids she have? I, I want to say maybe like two. No oh, damn. It was, yeah, because I, usually people with kids get like twelve thousand. I mean, um, twelve hundred back. Yeah, that's understandable. But twelve thousand? Man, 
that's wild, man. Yeah. So I, I uh, need a cool twelve G's in my bank account too. So yeah, maybe uh, I'll hook that up. Yeah. Anyway, I forgot what we was talking about. Oh, um, what a bro knows topics. Yeah, it was something. I don't know. No, it's been kind of a weird week. I haven't really thought about relationship shit right now. Um. Hmm. Fuck it, man. We'll, we'll hit y'all next time with some more. It's been a real weird week, um, down and depressing week, honestly. So I, I've been, I didn't, I haven't had the energy to hate bitches like I usually do. <laughs> so uh, we, we will get back into it next week, and we'll have some fresh topics. But uh, I don't know. I'm just not really feeling talking about men versus women right now because we're still in mourning a little bit. So yeah. I mean, I really think that's about it. Yeah. Um, Sports-wise, nothing I really feel like talking about. So, fuck it. Final Four coming this weekend. If you care about that, who gives a fuck? Pay the players. Do what you got to do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck it, man. We're wrapping it up. Yeah. So, you can follow the lovely Jasmine at Chitty Chitty Base on all platforms. Jasmine, you got anything you want to promote or just you uh, DJing again anytime soon? No, but you can go follow my uh, my playlist. I'm curating playlists every month now since I haven't been DJing regularly. And you can go follow me on Apple Music and Spotify under Jasmine Bass. Yes. That's cool. And the Figgy Fig, of course, on all social media platforms. Also check him out as a producer of uh, uh, In The Loop on Sports Radio 610. Yeah. Figgy, when you get back, when you going to get back in the booth, man? Uh, psh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. You gonna bust out this remix to uh, Old Country Road? Never, man. <laughs> Do a version that can actually air on uh, uh, our country station over here. Yeah, no, I'll mess around and really spit on there, man. <laughs> no accent, no nothing. Just go, just go in on some Jada Kiss shit. <laughs> With the Uzi Talk and the mean and shit, yeah. Coca-Lina. <laughs> With this white moving bitch them, named Selena. Yeah. We keep her. <laughs> moving them white horses. Yeah. That's funny. Uh so yeah, check he is also the producer of the Swang and Bang podcast. Um last episode was kind of weird, a little bit like this one, honestly. Look, people, it's been a weird week, period. Uh uh, and the Nipsey death was newer at that point. So Kind of a difficult episode, but uh, uh, still worth listening to. Uh, and subscribe to that podcast as well. ESG, oh wait, not ESG and Rocket, that shit's dead. Swang and Bang podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts keeps rejecting this shit because it's too real and they don't want nigga shit on their platform no more. But subscribe on Spotify and support the podcast. Also subscribe to this podcast. Of course, I keep remembering that we're supposed to do these shits at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, yeah it's My all bad, good. man, yeah, but it's whatever. All good. Um, so yeah, follow the podcast. We do do the uh, pre-show on Facebook uh, uh, pretty much every time now. So check it out. It's gonna be me and Figgy talking about random shit. This week we talked about sitcoms, best sitcom and worst sitcoms, and all this shit. So it was a good little talk. Check that out on our Facebook page. Um, like and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know what the deal is. And you can find me at the Ryan Rocket on Twitter and Ryan Rocket on Instagram. I think that is it. So, uh, once again, RIP Nipsey, and we will see y'all again. Y'all take care. Peace.